Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturchio, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst, and, of course, nationally known comedian on tour, once again, Brett Ernst. Brett, you, your background, I mean, where the hell are you, bro? That, that's pretty badass. I'm in, uh, I was in Connecticut. I'm in Fairfield. Fairfield, Connecticut. How was the show? Good? Good crowds? Yeah, it was great. It was really good. We had a, uh, I did a charity on Friday night for the vets with the local radio station here, 99.1. And then um, last night I did a show at the uh, Sacred Heart Community Theater. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I, you know, you say uh, 99.1. 99.1 in New Jersey is uh, Star 99. It's like Christian rock. <laughs> So, it's like a spiritual well, station. What's funny is he says vets as one of the greatest uh, Vietnam veterans behind Brett right now. <laughs> See that right now? That's, that's, that's right. Rambo. Rambo. An art picture of Rambo. <laughs> that's great, dude. That is so cool. And then he had Stallone uh, as Rocky uh, the other way. All right. So, look. We're, we're excited, obviously. Dallas Cowboys report back to camp. Everybody's excited about it. We're seeing it. We're seeing videos being all over the place, and Blogging the Boys has had phenomenal coverage of it. There's wrote, wrote a couple articles based off the first couple practices. We're here to at least give you the you know what our winners and losers are of week one of training camp. But first, guys, I'll start off by saying, is it a no-brainer to bring in a Malik Hooker to to you know sign with this team? Because I have to touch on that because by the time this airs, it airs on Monday. Maybe he passes the physical and he's already signed, so I want to preface that. But I think this is kind of like your, if it's your second trip in to Dallas, you got to assume this is to sign him, right? Yeah. Go ahead, bro. You go first. I mean, yeah, if it doesn't cost us anything. Yeah, I mean, you're going to assume that he's going to get, I don't know, somewhere. Uh, look, they couldn't get it done the first time. Maybe there was a negotiation. But now that we're in the heat of camp already, it looks like the Dallas Cowboys have a need and they're addressing a need. And this is, uh, you got to assume it comes on the cheap. You know what I mean? I think that this kid obviously didn't sign anywhere else. He's coming off an Achilles injury. So I guess it, that's, that's the biggest bugaboo of this kid. But because they're bringing him in for a physical this time, it looks like it's a foregone conclusion that they're bringing him in. Now, the, what I will say, Keith, first of all, give me your thoughts on Malik Hooker. Well, I just think that, uh, and I think the injury thing does play a factor. And But the, uh, my thing with the Colts is, um, you know, just from being not only an avid Cowboy watcher, but an NFL watcher, their defenses have been pretty damn good, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the starting safety. And, but if you look at his stats and stuff, they're not that great, which you can't really, you know, sometimes you're shutting down a player. So you're not getting interceptions. You know what I'm saying? And I've never fully watched the Colts play except that game where they shut us out a couple years ago mm -hmm. when we lost like 20 to nothing. Right. Which was horrible. Terrible. Um, yeah. But I meant, you know, but, you know, whatever pops up on red zone or if they're on Sunday night or whatever, I'll watch them. 
But um, as but as far as watching him, I've never really watched him play. Hey, like, listen, he, he's know, a so he, he's a gamer, he's a former first round pick. Right? So I mean, why not? But I think the reason we're going to get him on the cheap is because of the of the injury, and maybe you know Colts aren't they're not they're not salivating to get him back. You know what I mean? It's not like people are right are chasing him. You know, right. so maybe he needs to prove himself again. Totally. But you know, the and only thing I could yeah, the only thing I could take away from this move is the fact that you know. We always get used to, you know, Stephen and Jerry Jones always, always, always come back and say, we like the guys we have. We like the guys we have. Right. They're always saying that it's like tattooed on Cowboys Nation's arms. But now this goes to show you that maybe just maybe they're all in on improving the team as much as they can. Maybe in that first day of camp, they're like, oh, my God, like we need we need some safety help. We need some safety depth. You know what I mean? So maybe that's a thing. Maybe maybe they're just kind of waiting around. There's a lot of upside to it. I mean, you know, he's still got some ball left in him. Uh, you know, there's obviously some experience he could bring. Again, though, if, if we're going to do what we usually do with these big, I mean, you know, we probably, if, if we can get him on the cheap, I think it's a great, I think it's a great addition. Yeah. And I, like I said to you before, I, I think, think I think it will be. It's all upside. Yeah, you know? all upside, and it seems like a no-brainer. And then Blogging the Boys actually wrote an article where that was the headline, or it was like, seems like a no-brainer to bring in a Malik Hooker to add to the secondary. Now, we obviously have watched training camp for the first week. Um, you know, you can't take too, too much away from it. You know, there's no pads on yet. You know, they're not going too, too crazy. You guys have more experience on the college level, at least, and then a little bit, you know, longer than that. But I, I ask you guys, I beg the question, can you guys take away a lot of things when – the pads aren't on and it's just seven on sevens? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can. You're learning You're learning schemes, you know, um, a proper where, placement where you should be in certain coverages. Um, like I said, it, 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 you can see a lot out of your corners and receivers and skill positions. I mean, I was seeing, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Michael Parsons uh, was was going up against uh, Tyron Smith on a play. You're not really going to get a lot out of that, right? I mean, right. I mean, they're, they're not clanging and banging or in like that. You're going to see how how fast they get off the edge, but um, you know you can you can get some stuff out of your corners and your receivers. The Keith freeze. No, I no, think I'm Keith's here. <laughs> He's just head down, probably writing things down. Yeah. Keith, how do you feel about the you know the taking too much away from? borderline, you know, just walkthroughs. I mean, I know they're not walkthroughs. They're going through the motions. We're seeing a lot of promise out of a lot of guys, and we'll get into the winners and losers. But when you look at seven-on-sevens and no pads, do you think we can get a lot out of that? I think it's I think it's better for the um, receivers and DBs more than anything. Yeah, that's what Keith uh, You know, because the quarterback's not getting hit. I mean, you know, the, you know even, though, even the, the linebackers, you know, I mean, linebackers dropping off in coverage is, is great too, you know, but – um, yeah, I think it's more, I think it's better for the receivers and, and, you know, just cause you know, that's all quick Yeah, running those patterns and everything, you know, you can see who can cover who, and it's probably, it's probably, it will probably be easier on the defensive backs when the pads are on. Truth, truth. It might slow you know down. It saying? might slow down a couple of these guys. Yeah. Not only slow down, but I meant, you know, the quarterback will be under more pressure. Yeah. There was so a, if they can, right. If, if they can cover, you know, these receivers, um, now in seven on seven without pads, then they can definitely, you know, make, you know, they'll definitely be able to cover them with. They have the coverage belt. Like, you know, I mean, 
where they have to get a ball off within three seconds. Well, you say that as as funny as you just said that there was one clip with Dak Prescott might have given like seven seconds to throw. <laughs> he launched one up to Gallup, and I'm like, bro, never is he going to have that no, much time to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, so let's break down these winners and losers of the first week of training camp as we kick off this second week, uh, headed a lot closer to um, well, obviously the the Hall of Fame game coming up in in just a couple weeks, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, we'll start with the losers. We'll go negative first, and then we'll make work our way into the positives. The first mm-hmm. loser, nah, it's hard to say loser. <laughs> I don't want to say like you're a loser, but I'm saying the first Let's just say pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, pros and cons. There we go. One of the biggest cons that I see out of Dallas Cowboys uh, first week at uh, training camp is the fact that Tristan Hill is starting on the on the pup list. And I know there's a couple guys starting on the pup list, but you feel like the Cowboys added depth at defensive tackle for this reason. Isn't this going to kind of hurt his stock? I mean, I'm not, he's not a bubble player by any stretch, but if these guys, are, you know, the other guys start lighting it up, Tristan Hill could be in trouble, yeah. no? Yeah, no, I, I could see that. And But here's my thing. Are you, when somebody goes on pup, you're allowed to bring other players in, right? To report like to practice. Um, I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't know the rule. What I'm trying to say is why they're on pup. I I I think that you may be able to bring some you know other players in to re, you know to replace those players. So you kind of get an extra tryout. So it's like a players. preseason. It's a preseason injury reserve. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I think. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. If that is the case, I, I don't know if that's true or not. But if that is the case, but yeah, I think it hurts him. But I think you know he's one of those players too where they had him a couple seasons and they know what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why, you know, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay. You know, now, if someone really blows it up and he comes back, I don't see, put it this way, I wouldn't see him, if he if they were going to release him or something, I wouldn't see it until, like, if it was the regular, like, a few games into the regular season or something. Now, that's for Tristan Hill, but there's another guy yeah. who hurt his hamstring, and that'd be Francis Bernard. So that's that's yeah, troubling, you know what I mean? That it's, it's troubling that Francis Bernard has now hurt himself, and now he's yeah. on the sidelines, and, like, that's the kind of guy where we all like him. We want to see more of him, but now we yeah. can't because he's hurt. You know, so that could really start last year. Right. He couldn't. Well, he started last year because of, <laughs> he couldn't get it any worse on the linebackers. No, star, no star. He was the star last year, wasn't he? Was oh, he was the game. star. He was like the pet cat of everybody. You know, everybody loved Francis Bernard. We wanted he, to see more of Francis Bernard. Yeah. But my, my point is, is that I meant the poor, the poor kid. I mean, he blew it up in training camp last year and got released and put on the practice squad and moved up later. So I meant. What's I mean? That's what he must be thinking right now. You know, that's what he's thinking is, man. I can't. I did awesome last training camp. I couldn't make the team. Now I'm. I can't even get out there because of my hamstring. What's going to happen to me? Right, and and that's you an unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think man. I'm pretty sure the NFL left the expanded rosters as far as the size of the practice squad. So in that theory, he still probably has a shot to make that. But you know, you got to be careful, man. What's the hamstring injury? Did they say what it was? What degree or anything? No, like I, I didn't look. I just saw. I read the article on Blogging the Boy saying that he left with a hamstring injury. So, so I, maybe I, it's it's minor, and you know, he could be back next week. Worst case scenario, you know, two weeks, be there for some preseason games. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. Brett, your thoughts about guys on the bubble and guys that are injured to start uh, preseason? Because we were just talking about Tristan Hill and we were talking about uh, Francis Bernard both being uh, hurt. Tristan Hill, different story because he's starting on the pup list. But do you got, do you think that hinders his opportunities going forward because of the fact that we drafted so many and added so much to the D-line? Uh, yes and no. I mean, you know, look, it it depends on the severity of the injury again. Um, also, you know, you're looking at potential. Like if you get a guy that, that even at 80% is still better than some of the guys that that are, you know, doing their best. It it all depends on the situation for him personally. 
possibly, you know, I mean, they're, they're looking to, um, you know, they drafted, they, they're, they're trying to bring some people in. So it, it could affect him. Like, but you know, it hasn't hurt. Uh, what's his name? Randy Gregory. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he, he's missed plenty of time throughout the regular <laughs> seasons and stuff. And what? What's that? Right. What'd you say? What'd you say? I said he's made the team every year, and he's he's, he's always he's not even there. <laughs> Imagine that. But yeah, no. Shout out to Randy Gregory. Uh, we'll get into him All in right. a second. I'm him, I'm him getting in the Ring of Honor <laughs> over there. <laughs> Brett, you brought up something in pre. Uh, is there any extracurriculars going on around the Dallas tra- training camp that you've seen? Yeah, I, I, I mean, come on. I mean, look, you want the kids to have fun, but at the same time, you're already practicing dances. <laughs> No. I'll never forget. Hard Listen, it, you're right. Keith's got a point. It could be a hard knocks HBO. No, I was going to say somebody wrote a comment because Jalen Smith was doing practicing his dance. Remember, I tagged you guys in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what the guy wrote. He said, "Now, now he can celebrate when he makes a tackle ten yards down the field." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, he's under a lot of scrutiny, and you know, there's nobody more critical of Jalen than than me on this podcast. But that's my that that would be my con. But you is Jalen Smith so far, by the way. Is what? Jalen Smith so far. Why? What have you seen? It's not what exactly. Okay. I haven't seen anything. All I heard is all I've seen is in dancing. And I have, I mean, I saw LVE make plays. I've seen like in training, you know, in training camp, I haven't seen anything from him. All I heard is he compared him, compare himself to uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Who did? Uh, uh, Jalen Smith saying, like, he, "Oh, he, I did see about, something on the way in here. Uh, I think John Owning. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, everyone just gets scrutinized, even Michael Jordan and LeBron. Oh, I mean, he didn't compare Christ. himself to them, but you know, <laughs> but it's just like, dude, just play ball, man. Just show us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I got faith in him. I know he's got it. In yeah, him. I know you do, George Michael. That's that's every time <laughs> you say that, I call you George Michael. <laughs> I right, listen again. Yo- there's there's nobody. O- Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> He overcame that injury, uh, you know, he, he worked his ass off to get there. And, uh, you know, we know we had, we had, let's just see what, what happens this season. That's all, man. Yeah, no, we could definitely take the wait and see approach for one more year, I guess, you know, like, cause he's, you can, huh? For him, you can. All right. Yeah. For him, you can. I mean, look, look see, t- here's the thing really quick. Sturge is Go ahead, yeah. my, my pro, all the pros and cons I I've come up with have pretty much been players. I, I've been hard on. Okay. So my, my one con in my head was the um, Jalen Smith, and that was the one. But all the rest of the pros I have have been players I've been hard on. Yeah, I, I was on I was on the uh, the blogging the boys YouTube channel uh, last week right before training camp started, and I said to them, I said, look, nobody's questioning Jalen Smith the person. You know what I mean? Nobody's questioning what he does off the field. It's, it's great. All his foundations, a great dude, right? It's just you got you got to get on the field and you got to prove it to us, man. Like we're, we're we're very tired of it. We've addressed it significantly as far as like drafting Parsons, drafting Cox, dra- you know, moving guys around, signing Neil, moving him down to linebacker. So there's like a lot of things that's working against Jalen Smith and hopefully just hopefully there's a fire lit under his ass and we'll see what happens yeah but. yeah yeah hey man look it's it's there it's they should be embarrassed you know that's like I said I, I wouldn't even be like I'd be like you're right like if, if I bombed eight nights in a row and then now they're like listen we heard Brett's off his game I gotta be like you know what I am I gotta figure out how to get out of this slump I'm not gonna right. make is for myself, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. exactly. D- totally. Dude, um, but back to the dancing too. Like, <laughs> I remember the uh, 
in the in the Campos uh, hard knocks. The slip and slide, that, the the thing. That one, but not, no. The um, what's it called? The uh, when when Emmett Smith like was driving the bus. Do you remember that? No, I. You know, I just I no. That was the two thousand one. That was the first time they were on hard knocks. That's the Campos one. Yeah, camp. Okay, Dave. Campo, yeah, the yeah. Campos one. Yeah, but I meant stuff like that. Like he was doing it for the cameras because he thought it was. That's that's my. That's what I'm trying to say. Like. Like th- there's something when cameras are around people where they're, they, they act differently. They're all kids at this point, bro. I mean, look, this is, this is definitely like the age of TikTok. You know what I'm I saying? I know you don't want it. Nobody wants want that. It. Nobody wants that. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of cool things to take away from hard knocks, but I'm not going to get into hard knocks again because we'll okay, just wait okay. to see, gotcha, we'll, yeah. we'll watch the first episode and we'll be like, Oh, I hated it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so we'll see about that. Right. Well, any more negatives or cons out of out of the first week, or are we ready to talk no, good about the that, Dallas that's, Cowboys? That's kind of that's kind of it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I even you know I would have came off came after uh, Kelvin Joseph, but I saw him uh, make a, make a play or two, man. So yeah, there's there's a couple plays that are being made, so yeah, we'll get into the yeah. winners as Brett uh, leaves us again. Over at 18 minute mark, I just got to keep writing these things down. But now, when when you take a look at the the pluses and the pros and the and the good things that take out of camp again hard to really determine who's what outside the skill positions it's it's a good thing to see a guy like Tyron Smith and, and Lyle Collins look as yeah. good as they do physically you know these guys are slimmer trimmer leaner even Zeke coming in at 218 yeah. or something like that he's leaner absolutely hasn't mm-hmm. been this lean since the freshman year of college so obviously this kid you know I keep I'm an Zeke apologist you know and I keep saying like last year was a fluke and last year you know the turnovers and stuff like that he said it he said it in his first interview he said look you know the one thing I got to do is not turn the ball over because I'm letting my whole team down you know and and yeah. you were and he was so it's not like that's uh, a for a forgotten thing we'll definitely keep that in mind when he starts running the rock and then see if he can protect it but Zeke Tyron Smith Lyle Collins all come out looking absolutely shredded um and it's good because we're, we're looking and waiting for Tyron Smith and Collins to stay healthy mm-hmm. one whole year. Because if that's the case, and you got Zach Martin and Tyler at center, and you got uh, you know Connor Williams, it's a decent offensive line. You know when it when it's, when they're healthy, it's decent. It's better than decent, and you know, look, uh, our our that was a big factor last year. But the good news is we have some some young offensive linemen that were thrown in, and and you know have some game time experience. Just like with our corners, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Another so, winner I want to say, especially because now that you brought up corner, I'll segue into uh, Nashawn Wright. I don't know if you guys have seen him ball yet, but he is absolutely doing great. And, and Go ahead. What's I'm up? Such a, I'm, such a, I'm such a jerk. Why? <laughs> what because... I'm going to, I'm going to bring up you bashing that pick again. <laughs> I literally wrote it here. He was questioned since he was drafted. I put it. Yeah. I, I did. Look. Well, well, cause you listened to the pundits. That's why you listened to I the did. ESPN pundits and because nobody knew who this kid was. And you, they're saying, Oh, this is a terrible pick. And now they're saying like, he could be the best defensive back taken in the draft. <laughs> right. Look, you, you really can't I trust. Did see, though, you know, who's owning them though, not owning them, but had quite a few. Uh, uh, and that's one of my bro. This is one of the guys I bashed, and it's one of your favorites. Who's that? Noah the Playmaker Brown. <laughs> Dude, Noah Brown. Listen, no, bro. Noah Brown's killing it right now. Have you? Did you see that, Sturge? Yeah, of course. I watch all the highlights. But he's the only one that's been beating uh, Nation Wright. Because <laughs> he's a physical receiver. Yeah, he had a great, much like, a great catch, bro. Much, in the, like in the, 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 much like the Playmaker Michael Irvin. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, listen, Wright is having I love if Noah Brown comes out this year and just kills it. He's got to make the team. He's got to make the team. And yeah. and, and again, yeah. right now they go into camp with like 48 receivers and, and that's totally fine. And of course you got your big three and then you got, listen, they just drafted, you know, the Fajoko, you know what I mean? Like they just drafted mm-hmm. that kid. So there's going to be He's a lot of, com- well. lot of competition in the wide receiver room. Noah Brown has been a staple there. He's been there for a long time. He kind of look, then you have to also talk about uh, Cedric Wilson, you know, other than his, yeah. you know, punt returning antics or whatever he did, the fake punt or whatever. He was involved in that garbage, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's a lot of receivers and, and there's only one ball to go around so hopefully and no brown being the physical guy that he is can lay lay the wood and, and block a couple you, of guys you know what makes me laugh too is like they keep showing footage of quinn working with the defense you know that's yeah, a massive that's plus but that's what he's supposed to do <laughs> you'd be surprised dude there's a lot of but no i'm saying there's a lot of hands-off coaches guys that are yeah, on the wait, sidelines wait, whistleblowing do that. <laughs> what <laughs> Said Wade Phillips. No, right, that's that. what I'm saying. Hey, it just looks like you know we're grasping onto anything when they're like, "There he is." <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally, Generic. I totally get it. But I did write that as one of my pluses that Dan Quinn, based off the videos and coverage of blogging <laughs> the boys, that he's very hands on. He's I saw him working with Randy what Gregory. If, hey, hey, what do you think? Okay, what if he wasn't? Like, why is that something we're <laughs> we're celebrating? Maybe because we haven't seen it in a while. Maybe we have. We'll see. Listen, I'm I'm glad he's hands on. I'm glad he's coaching. (laughs) Good for him. That's the plus. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, right? If if he if he's as hands on as like if he gets like pancaked by Tyrone Smith one time, (laughs) then I'll be like, okay, this guy. Let's let's hands on. I mean, you know, I'll tell you one of the cons. I I saw uh, McCarthy actually hold the clipboard. I mean that's a. I mean you know. It means he doesn't know his own offense. <laughs> for a coach, for a coach to have a clipboard. I mean, what what are we doing? Listen, bro. Listen, it's the first week of camp. We're all excited that the Cowboys are back and they're doing their thing. Look, maybe we haven't seen a handsy that's defense. For, no, no, no. Listen to me. See that statement right there. They're doing their thing. We don't want them to do their thing. We want them to change their thing. <laughs> well, they no, have. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I like Quinn. I mean, you know, it looks like. Look, it looks. It looks like they're getting excited and having a little fun, which is great for the defense. It's good for defense to play relaxed, to play loose. You know, I, st- I still want. I want that leader to come out. I want that person, that. the vocal leader. That, Who is that? that. No, I'm talking about on defense, bro. On defense. I you think know, if, if, if I had, Jaylen if I Smith was there when Bennett came in, when Michael Bennett came in and took over the locker room in week eight. Well, maybe, maybe Malik Hooker is that guy to come in and just start rallying I mean, up people up. I don't know. Do it, man. You need that. You need that person. You well, need that one guy, man. We'll find out. We'll find, hey, it'll be great if it's Quinn. Yeah, that, maybe. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. We'll find out. We'll find out on Hard Knocks. <laughs> Nice HBO plug, by the way. <laughs> we'll find out on Hard Knocks. No, but like honestly, it, it, it's good to see everybody. You know what? A big, the biggest winner of all, this is going to sound so like little Sturge optimism, stupid thing. But it's going to sound the the biggest winner here are the fans, <laughs> okay? Because because they get to go to Oxnard and watch this team practice, as opposed to last year they didn't get to do anything. So mm-hmm. the fans are winning here. Also, I will say, Keon O'Neill. Okay, we, we brought him in to place. Uh, everybody thought he was going to be a safety, and then they brought 
Yeah, now he's in the linebacker room. There was one play where I saw Keanu Neal forced the fumble on Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup did like a four-yard slant in, mm-hmm. and Keanu Neal just kept, pop, you know, just popped the ball right out. Now, is Gallup trying? I don't know. I would hope so, you know? Like, is he like loosey-goosey, like going through walkthroughs, and Keanu Neal just kind of punches out a, uh, a loose grip? I don't know, but I think... That's the mentality that we've been missing. Keanu Neal coming in, even if even if the offense is kind of dragging their ass, you know, and like dragging their feet through practice, he's he's coming to play, you know, and that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's that's good. And I I, I actually don't think that Gallup. I, I think that when you're doing drills like that, you're, you you know, in your head you're thinking uh, you can't even help it. You know what I mean? That you're thinking this is you know I'm in a game. And right. You're running those kind of patterns, and for him, yeah, I think that uh, I think that was a good play. Yeah, I mean, anytime yeah. you could force a fumble, especially in uh, yeah. in practice, in a, we said it before. Do do you guys think that seven on sevens work? And when the skill positions, yeah, I mean, you're gonna find out who's balling and who's not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So obviously, uh, yeah. As as Brett departs us because he's got to do another show. Um, as you know, as we progress in training camp, and there's a guy like Dak Prescott. Now, is this the one that you're kind of just like circling, saying like, "All right, there's no pressure on him as far as like physical yeah. pressure," but it's nice, bro. It's very nice to see him back there rather than Andy Dalton or or, or who I think Gilbert Goffrey is gonna be the backup quarterback. It seems like it seems like it's it's a it's a race between him and Cooper Rush. And when I say Gilbert Goffrey, everybody knows I'm talking about you know Gilbert. But um, is it good? Obviously, how do you feel about seeing Dak Prescott out there slinging it? Dude, I, I think it, I love it. I mean, it's awesome. But that is one of the my positives is is Gilbert Godfrey, Garrett Gilbert is <laughs> okay. uh, is the fact that I, I even said he's played one game, right? Literally one game against Pittsburgh, and it was it was a decent game. You know, we almost won that game when Pittsburgh was undefeated last season, right? And um, it seems that he is making some really really nice plays in camp. You know what I mean? So I meant. He's a positive for me mm-hmm. is I was very, you know, if you listen to previous podcasts, I was very finicky about our, our backup quarterback situation. I've been begging them to bring somebody in, you know, because just in case we Dak needs rest or something happens for a couple games, we need to win games. And maybe, you know, maybe this is what, this is Gilbert's calling, man. I mean, you know, it takes some, you look at, you look at certain quarterbacks, right. That it takes them a while to learn. They can't just jump right in. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, totally. A great example is Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Guy was bagging, bagging groceries before. Guy, he was bagging exactly. groceries before he was winning Super exactly. Bowls. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, people, even like someone like Rich Gannon, you know, they, you know, you look at some of these quarterbacks where it takes, so maybe he's finally getting it and he got his shot. I mean, I, I looked it up and he's dra- he was drafted in 2014, right? Yeah, so he's been around for seven years already. And he was the last quarterback taken in that draft which was interesting. I saw. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and he, he, he was, he, he dressed for games, but he never started until the Dallas Cowboy game and he left and played in another league as well. So, but him making these kind of plays and having the confidence he has, you know, I meant, Hey, you know, that's, that's, you know, and and that's the thing. Nobody saw him in a game. Right. The only film they have on him is, is the Pittsburgh game. 
is the Pittsburgh game. But my thing is like, like maybe there's, you know, there are certain players that have that game mentality when mm-hmm. they get in, you know, they just, they show out. Right. You know, you know, like they say Peyton Manning threw one of the ugliest balls you've ever seen, you know, but you couldn't tell when he's in a game, man. You right. Know what I'm saying? Not at all. I mean, he's one of the best yeah, to ever do it. Exactly. So I don't know. But anyway, so he's one of my positives. Um, uh, Gary Gilbert, for sure. Yeah. The backup quarterback position was one of those ones where I was like very, very, um, very nervous about not addressing, but it seems mm-hmm. like they have enough decent players uh, behind Dak Prescott to kind of ease that anxiety of, of if, if God forbid something happens to Dak again, you know, we can maybe win a couple games without him. Um, obviously, you, <laughs> we don't want that, but, uh, you know, no. again, you want a decent quarterback. And when you, you say, like, bring somebody in, you also have to take into consideration maybe there is nobody out there left. You know what I'm saying? No, maybe I don't think there is anymore. That's Jeff what I'm saying. Jeff was the last one I, I could think of. Right. And the only reason I liked him is because he could run. Right. He's a, he can move it around. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So they were, you know, he could kind of run, you know, a DAC offense. That's the only one I was thinking of. But then I, what he went to the Texans or something. I don't even know where he went. But, you know, that person. But one person that I, I'm laughing at, I'm not laughing at, and I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for every player, by the way. But Danucci. The Danucci. Danucci, our boy, our Danucci. cousin, our cousin Ben Danucci. I know. Apparently, he, you know, he had a great two-minute But I'm reading, like, and this is the thing, like, when you're talking about no contact, it's like, oh, he had a great run for 30. It's like, come on. Yeah, he would have got popped that, if there was. You know, pass the ball. Right. It's not fair to run against, especially if you're a quarterback. They don't hit quarterbacks in camp, They're actually, especially when you don't have pads on. And the right, and the Cowboys finally switched it over with the Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy era. They put red jerseys on him. Red means stop. Do not. Do not hit yeah, me. So now exactly, you definitely exactly. know he's a quarterback to not lay so, the wood. But I bet Cooper Rush getting injured is going to hurt him. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, then, then now it's, so it might, the three quarterbacks might be going in is probably it, it will be. I think I think right now it looks as if Gilbert's backing up and Denuch will get either third or or practice squad. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. It remains to be seen how many quarterbacks they take in. But I do know for a fact that, and it's funny that we should mention the Pittsburgh game. Garrett Gilbert's going to get a ni- nice little chunk of action in that first game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, so that, no, that'll be to that. that. That's interesting. And it's going to be interesting to kind of weed out to see who's who. I, look, it's very early in camp. We're one week deep, but we're the only team in camp right now, along with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And by the way, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Adam Schefter saying that uh, the Ben Roethlisberger came in lean and mean when he just had a <laughs> big old donut tire around him. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he don't look any different than he's ever yeah, has. I, I have, a, I have a, a good friend of mine and she sends me that. She sent me that with the Steelers. She goes, look, you got you know, the NFL's in trouble or something. Look at Ben. Like, he looks the same, except his beard's gone. Right. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Maybe that makes him look thinner. I guess, maybe. Maybe. It does, does wonders for me, that's for sure. <laughs> so, I will say, all right, so the Cowboys, obviously, again, one week in uh, to training camp. We've mentioned a bunch of winners uh, or pros and cons um, from it. You know, dating back, we'll go recap the, the the cons. Tristan Hill, Francis Bernard, any kind of injured Cowboys right now. You, you Your mm-hmm. spot's up for grabs if you're a bubble guy you got to be careful um the dancing we don't like that but again we can attribute that to possibly hard knocks of guys kind of showing off for the camera and stuff like that you know and you know what's funny i uh, just started yesterday on the treadmill at the gym i started there's a there's a some kind of youtube channel i don't i don't remember the name of it but they have it in crystal clear like perfect hd the 2008 uh, hard knock season so i started re-watching oh. it just to, just for you know shits See, and giggles uh-huh. but uh yeah I, i'm done with episode one i can't believe how stacked that team was and we didn't yeah. perform like i forgot I, I forgot tank johnson was on that team i know remember i brought up the point where he says uh I've never seen so much talent before on a team he says that in one of the episodes i remember yeah man it's it's, it's unbelievable yeah, it's unbelievable yeah. 
but yeah, I know. And, and, you know, and once again, that is the, that's the season we started out three and oh, but yeah, finished nine and seven. <laughs> so, yeah. Missed the playoff. I do. And I, I wanted to bunk the playoff scenario because of the Rams that did it last year. They were on hard knocks. They made the playoffs. Yes. So let's, let's stop with the whole like curse, the, the, yeah. the hard knocks curse. It's still the rant. I don't know. Eh, whatever. I heard your other podcast. I get it. I know, I know. <laughs> other guys talking. And by the way, I'm glad yeah. he fixed his mic, but, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, look, the Cowboys are headed full steam into week two of training camp. Uh, the Jersey Boys obviously have followed along uh, with blogging the boys' coverage. They're doing a phenomenal job out there. Some of their beat writers are actually out there reporting some videos. Uh, so, be sure to follow those guys. Uh, but as far as training camp goes, man, as long as we stay healthy, we'll figure out if they, you know, what they do with Malik Hooker if they, if they bring him in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, look, there's not a lot going on. Uh, we don't have to drag this on too long today. Well, hold on. Well, we got to want to talk about one more player. Oh, go ahead. What's up, dude? Um, who I, who I was hard on and we made fun of him earlier. Is Randy Gregory blowing it up? Dude, I, I've been trying to tell people this until I'm blue in the face that having him go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, no. I was gonna say Dave Hellman came and there's another guy tweeting. Like, he's like, you need to get number 94 out of there. Out of there. Like, like off the field. Cause he's ruining, like, like he's blowing up place. Like he's doing awesome. <laughs> right. well, listen, that's, that's what he, that's what he said. I mean, right. that's all, like, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, get, Gregory is just, is killing it right now. Like it's like, he's a, he's a beast, but once again, the pads aren't on. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, but you're still, but you're still, still seeing the speed. We've seen it from Micah Parsons, a couple of guys coming off the edge. Like, I don't know if Parsons right. wants to go one-on-one -on -one with Tyron Smith pads or not. I don't think that's a smart idea <laughs> to do mm -hmm. that. Tyron will flatten you. But I, I do think, and I've said this to everybody that will hear me that Randy Gregory, the fact that we don't have to wait till week six or something, you know, there's no suspensions. There's no problems mm -hmm. off the field. The kid is zeroed in. And I think it's a great thing for him to be on the field right away, this entire yeah. camp. And again, this is going to make, this is going to help the entire defensive line. This is going to help D law and there's no more double teams. You got to be responsible to cover 94. And again, yeah. with, with the young secondary, they'll have to cover less time. You know what I mean? If you're getting to the quarterback and you're wreaking havoc back there, those quarterbacks are going to have to fire the football a little faster. So no, absolutely, I, I definitely, I definitely am excited about Randy Gregory. Well, he's just so you know, that's my number one winner is Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with because, it. Because, because of how hard I was on him, and mm -hmm. I know you weren't, mm -mm. I was, because I admit when I'm when I'm wrong. Okay, mm -hmm. you're not Brett. Um, Go ahead. And, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like you know, I, I I like to see that. Like I like when people prove me wrong. Like I don't care. Like prove me. That's what I want. He seems you know like what I'm saying. Yeah, he seems like the silent it's, type. It's only it's only a few days in camp too. I, mean, oh, I know. I can, I could still be right, but I don't want to be right. <laughs> right. I, I want this to continue because, you know. Right. And, and I think Randy Gregory is one of the ones that will, will shine the entire time. And, uh, you know, again, rain, remains to be seen. Once they put those shells on and people start cracking a little bit, we're going to find out who exactly is who, you know. And, and, Do you know and the exact day that it's going to be? I believe they're doing it literally the next practice, like Tuesday maybe, uh, Tuesday practice maybe. They just put the shells on and, and start cracking heads. And, again, that's that's what's needed. You know, we're going to find out who's tough and who, who can withstand this stuff because a lot of these guys, you know, it's great to see the corners jumping routes and stuff, but it, it'll be yeah. it'll be another thing to see it, you know, when they have pads on as well. It might slow down their game, so. It's uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I might have to go down to the, I mean, like I said, it's not, it's about an hour and a half from me, dude. If you go out there, you know, that'd be great. I mean, and report yeah. live from training camp. Um, yeah. 
but yeah so we'll see and if you do go out there let me know i'll look at into some flights just to get out there for a night and uh escape the world for a little bit but yeah. yeah so look first week in the books second week will be even better than that we're gonna keep focusing on our our pros and our cons of, uh, of the first week of practice and we'll go into second and then uh we'll see what happens so the cowboys are relatively healthy i know we were kind of you texted i think it was you or brett about the pup list about it being a little deep to start but a lot of these guys are coming off surgery you know uh amari cooper was hurt uh you know he had surgery work done keep your eyes on tristan hill we'll see what happens with that um there was a couple of other guys i believe demarcus lawrence as well so yeah it's not these are maintenance things these are things that i'm not overly concerned about i think they're going to be fine these are the stars of the team so let's not let's not drive them into the ground right away so i guess i guess it is too that if they're not if they're not ready to play by week one, then they can't play till week seven. Is that what it is? Yeah. Wow. That's what so I was reading. Yeah. So my assumption is they get taken off the pup list within the first three weeks. You know, they probably yeah, there's yeah. no reason to put out you know Demarcus Lawrence in in preseason game one. You know, what I mean, exactly. the, the, the guys I want to see, I do want to see Dak for you know a, a series. You might not get him, but I would mm-hmm. like to see it. just one series. That's all. Lead him down the field. Yeah, do your yeah. thing. Get off the field and call it a day. So I think that's good for him. I know a lot of people are probably skeptical about that and saying like, oh, I don't know, man. You know, there's less reps the better because of his ankle. But he's got to get game speed. He's, he's got he to get back to that. Yeah, you can't just yeah. expect him to to not play in four preseason games and four being the Cowboys having that extra game because of the, to the Hall of Fame game. You can't expect him to just go out in, in Tampa and just light it up because and he's never seen the field since injury. You know, you got to yeah, get him exactly. on the field. You got to. So no, I agree. I agree. So and, and and I think the one game he's gonna, I think they're gonna play him one game and I, my what I think it'll be the third one, like it always is. Yeah, dress rehearsal. Or third, everyone mm-hmm. else, you all, yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. fourth. That would be our fourth. Yeah. Because everyone else's third is their fourth. Right. Because then you'll also, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, after the fourth for the first time ever, or after the preseason's over, there's actually a week off. So, yeah. the, so the teams get their bearings uh, after the preseason and they get to rev it up and, and start right away. So, yeah, you know that. I mean, I, I, but that's my favorite. I mean, in the past, it's been the third preseason game, the yeah. first half, because mm-hmm. all the starters played. So sometimes three, starters, sometimes three quarters. Sometimes actually yeah. three quarters. Yeah. So depends yeah. on what Mike McCarthy wants to do. If he wants to be cupcake, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if they mm-hmm. uh, get some reps. So, all right. Well, that'll about wrap it up for this week's episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. You can check us out every Monday here at the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, of course, uh, powered by SB Nation. Be sure to tune in to all of the podcasts that are covering training camp as it happens a lot of cool hosts on this network so be sure to check those guys out and subscribe to the youtube channel i I believe if rj yeah rj did tell me that every tuesday night they're going to go live on youtube to recap hard knocks i know that might not make you happy keith but they're going to recap what yeah they're going to recap what they saw in hard knocks i might be able to jump on with them uh as well from time to time so for dave Mm -hmm. sturgeo and of course america's fan keith ernst and brett jumping off just a little bit earlier This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.